Do you have a dream that you've been patiently waiting on for it to finally come true? How long have you been waiting? Has it been a week? Has it been a month? Has it been a year? Has it been even more than a year? We all have dreams and we've all had one dream or the other at various points of our lives. And the reality is that a lot of times the realization or the manifestation of these dreams are completely out of our control. But the waiting can be so, so tough, especially when you are putting in the work that's required to make these dreams come true. Waiting for it to actually come to pass can be really, really tough. And so in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'll be sharing some ways that you can continue to enjoy your life even while you're waiting for some of your deepest, biggest dreams and desires to come true. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. We've all experienced having to wait for a dream to come true or having to wait a period of time before we achieve a certain goal. Maybe it's waiting for financial independence, for example. Uh, Maybe you're on a financial journey and you are waiting for the day when you can finally stop living paycheck to paycheck, running out of money before the month is over, even though your income is a really decent income. Or maybe you are waiting to conceive. Maybe you're on a fertility journey and having a child is all that you can think of, yet you're met with disappointments cycle after cycle. Maybe you're waiting on recognition and acknowledgement because you've poured out your heart and soul into your work or into your business or maybe even your household, your family, and you're finally waiting on the day that you get that praise, that pat on the back, and that recognition that you so rightly deserve. Waiting for the realization of the dream can be very, very difficult. And in fact, I've spoken to many women who are even so afraid to dream because they're afraid of the disappointment that comes in that waiting period. Like I said, waiting can be hard, excruciatingly hard, especially if what you're waiting on is such a big dream, a big desire that seems so out of reach and so out of your control. Yet while you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting, you know that life is passing you by and you're feeling miserable because you're fixated on this one goal and you're no longer enjoying your life. The dream that you have can also become an obsession, right? Blinding you from everything else that's going on in your life. And again, I've spoken to women who don't like living this way. Yes, they have this dream that they're hoping for and this dream that they're working towards, but they feel like they're missing out on their lives because they're so obsessed and so fixated 
on this thing that they're trying to accomplish, whether it's fertility, conceiving, whether it's a financial goal that's become all-consuming, whether it's getting a raise, getting a promotion that's also becoming all-consuming. A lot of women who I've spoken to who are in this type of season have said that they feel like they've become so tunnel visioned that everything else in their life is not getting the attention and the recognition and the excitement that they wanted to get. And so if you resonate with this season, I'm going to be sharing in this episode some practical tips that will hopefully help you manage this waiting season so that you're also able to enjoy other areas of your life as well. And so moving on to the practical part of this episode of Happy Without Medicine, the first tip that I want to share with you is thinking about this waiting period as something that is happening for you instead of thinking about it as something that is happening to you. And I say this with all empathy, with all understanding, knowing that in many situations, it's really hard to see why a delay can be working in your benefit. But I want you to stick with me here and really try and implement this and see if it works for you. Ask yourself whether this delay in really getting to your dreams, whether this delay is something that can be worked out for your benefit. For example, it might feel like you want to be out of debt right now, or you want to have that baby right now. But are there things that you need to work on in this waiting season? Do you need to learn how to budget, how to manage your finances appropriately such that when you're out of debt, you don't find yourself getting into debt once again? Do you need to up-level your professional skills? Getting out of debt is one thing, but what about raising your income to help that? Is this a season where you can brush up on some of your skills or maybe take some courses to get you to the point where you're earning more income that you can put towards your financial goals? Do you need to learn how to prioritize your self-care, how to manage worry, how to manage anxiety before a child is added into your life or maybe another child is added into your life? Personally, I see many moms who find things so, so difficult after having a child because they haven't yet learned and mastered some of the cognitive skills required to keep worry and anxiety at bay. Again, fully understanding that sometimes postpartum anxiety, depression, a lot of that can be a chemical imbalance. But again, as a cognitive behavior therapist, there are skills that I've taught these women that they have found to be very helpful. And so knowing that you are in a waiting season, could this be a time to up-level your skills when it comes to managing your mental health before adding a child or even another child into your life? Or maybe this is a season to learn self-compassion, to allow yourself to rest, teaching yourself how to rest such that when a child is brought in or when that new job is brought in or that promotion or whatever it might be that you're waiting on, that you have the capacity to let things go, to give yourself grace, to let go of perfectionism. In the case of a new mom, allow yourself to take a nap, even though the house might be looking like a mess, right? There are situations where you even hear of people who have, maybe they were in a lot of debt and they ended up winning the lottery 
for example, the debt is cleared and they find themselves back in bankruptcy all over again because they never really learned how to manage the finances and they got this windfall and it became a nightmare at the end of the day. And I'm saying all this just to get you thinking about some of the things that could be working for your benefit in this season of waiting. And maybe there isn't, but to be honest, in my experience, usually there's a lot of things that can be done in this waiting season as far as learning self-care, as far as learning how to manage your anxiety, as far as learning how to manage your finances, etc. There are other things that could be done in this season of waiting such that you are a little bit distracted from the final goal, the final focus, and really spending time working on yourself. This season of waiting might just be the delay that you need to work on some things that will set up your dreams for success, that will set up your dreams for longevity. Because sometimes a sudden realization of your dream, it might not be the best thing for you after all, especially if a lot of the groundwork and the foundation has not been set yet. So I want to encourage you, if you're in a season of waiting, what is this season of waiting trying to teach you? So that's the first point. The second point is, thinking about focusing on the process instead of the product. And don't get me wrong, I am a big advocate for everyone having a dream and having a goal. It's so important for us to feel like we're working towards something. However, when you just focus on the goal, it can be quite counterproductive because what ends up happening is your mind might start to tell you things like, oh, that's never gonna happen. Or how is this even possible for you. You can get overwhelmed by the size of your dreams and what it might take for you to get there. And this can leave you feeling discouraged and frankly, quite hopeless. But if you bring things down and break them down into smaller goals and focus on the next goal in front of you, the next small goal, the next milestone in front of you, and then the next one and the next one and the next one, and you take your eyes off of the big overwhelming goal, that makes it seem more manageable and more realistic and more within reach. I often like to give the example of running a marathon. Imagine yourself running your first marathon. You're at the start of the finish line and you're thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, these 42 kilometers, how the heck am I going to do this? How long is this going to take? Do I have what it takes? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're starting at the start line and your mind is already at the finish line, wondering how you're going to get there, you might start to feel overwhelmed and discouraged. And you might just you know, decide, you know what? I'm not doing this today, especially if you haven't done all the preparation required. But if you focus on getting from the first kilometer and then to the next, and then to the next, and then to the next, literally focusing on putting one foot in front of the other, eventually one kilometer is going to turn into two, is going to turn into three and four and five and 10 and 20. Putting one foot in front of the other, eventually you will cross the finish line. So taking your mind off of that finish line, knowing that you are going to get there eventually, as long as you're able to muster what it takes to get from the first goal to the next goal to the next goal, 
really is so much more helpful and more enjoyable than worrying about, am I going to get to the finish line? When am I going to get to the finish line? There's a quote I often like to repeat to my clients, which is, run the mile you're in, run the mile you're in. And sometimes that's all it takes is just focus on getting through today or focus on getting through this hour and just making it a goal for yourself to focus on the next milestone and the next milestone and the next milestone instead of constantly fixating on the bigger dream, the bigger goal, the bigger desire. And like I say, it's always important to have those in front of us and top of mind, but fixating on them can be quite counterproductive because it can often paralyze us. And I also want to mention that it's very important to celebrate each milestone that you cross and each goal that you have. When you've broken down the big goal into smaller ones, it's very important to celebrate each of those smaller goals because that's what's going to encourage you to keep going. The next tip that I want to share is plug into a community. Uh, And this is a community of people who are on similar journeys to you are. So whether that's a fertility journey, whether that's a financial journey, and make sure that within this community that there are people who are a little bit ahead of you, but not too, too far removed that they don't remember what it was like to be in your shoes. And also it's important to have people who are coming up behind you. So people who currently are where you used to be. There's something really powerful about being able to see examples of what is possible for you and having people share, oh, when I was in your shoes, these are the things that I did. And these are the things that I found helpful. These are the things that I didn't find so helpful because it helps with those feelings of being isolated. Like you're the only one who's ever gone through what it is that you're going through. It will also help you establish those milestones that I talked about in the previous point. When you have people who have gone ahead of you, they'll be able to tell you, okay, this is what to expect next, and this is what to expect next, and this is what to expect next. And you can use that as a blueprint to create the milestones that you're working towards and celebrating whenever you cross them. And even just as powerful as being able to encourage someone else who is behind you on the journey What that does is it reminds you of how far you have come and the fact that you are making progress. The next tip I want to share is that while you are in the waiting process, document what is going on, write down what is going on, or whether it's in a journal or emails to yourself or even sending voice notes to yourself. Uh, in order to keep track of what it is that you're experiencing, because it's often very, very helpful to go back and read or listen to your notes and see how far you've come. Because when you're on this journey, you don't realize the ground that you've covered and the things that you have accomplished, the things that you have learned, the strengths and the growth that you have gone through until you look back and see where you were a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, and you're like, oh, wow, I come a really, really long way. And that can help motivate you to keep going. So documenting the process. And I'm going to add one more bonus point, which is to exercise gratitude. Exercise gratitude. I love to talk about gratitude because I've seen it do wonders with regards to taking your focus off the things that you don't have yet onto the things that you do have 
there's a quote that says, the things that you have right now used to be dreams at some point. They used to be goals at some point. They used to be things that you were working towards at some point. And so going back and focusing on, oh my goodness, I have come a long way. There are things that I used to dream about. There are things that I never really believed that I would have, and now I have them. So taking your focus off from time to time, off the things that you wish for that you don't have yet, onto the things that you wished for and now have, can also do wonders while you're in this waiting season. The truth is that if we all got what we wanted right as soon as we wanted them or perfectly timed to suit our own timelines, we may not necessarily appreciate when those dreams actually did come true. We wouldn't appreciate them as much. We're more likely to take those things for granted and easily forget the significance of making them come true. It's very important to enjoy the journey because life continues to pass us by and you don't want to wake up a month from now, a year from now, feeling like a whole year has passed you by and you're still waiting on this dream to come true. But many things have happened in that year that you didn't enjoy because you were so fixated on this particular goal that you are working towards. To end this episode with a quote, I'm going to share a quote that I found. It's an anonymous quote, but I thought that it summed up this episode really well. And it says, We are so often caught up in our destination that we forget to appreciate the journey, especially the goodness of the people we meet on the way. Appreciation is a wonderful feeling. Don't overlook it. And this quote pretty much sums it up for me where on this journey of life and this journey towards achieving your milestones, you're going to meet a lot of people, whether it's people who have served as guides along the way, people have who have served as a source of inspiration, as a source of support, or maybe it's people that you have been able to help on their own journey. It's important to not overlook the people, not overlook the blessings of the experiences and encounters with these people, and even just the growth, the growth that you have experienced in this waiting season while you're waiting for your dreams to come true. And so if you found this episode helpful, please share it. I know that you know at least one person who's currently waiting on a dream to come true for them. And so if you think that this episode would be helpful for them, please go ahead and share it because I'm sure they're going to enjoy it. I'm sure they're going to learn from it. And they're of course going to thank you forever for it. And while you are waiting for your dreams to come true, dear friend, remember that I am here fiercely, fiercely advocating for your happiness. Until next time, don't forget that you can connect with me on Instagram. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always happy to carry on the conversation and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yoande, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.